Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lure with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And today we have super special guest number one, always. They're all the very first super special guests. Her name's Sarah. Sarah, would you like to say Yay. hello? Hello. Sarah, hello, do you, Sarah. Sarah, do you think we're all psychic? Yes, 100%. So how did you get there? What made you decide that? Um, so I, it's funny because probably 15 years ago, I would have been like hesitant to say yes on that question because I grew up really Christian and really conservative, you know, in like conservative household. Um, but I really had a spiritual awakening in the last year and that just blew my mind. And, you know, just experiencing that, I'm starting to realize that we all are connected. We're all one. Um, and we all have the same opportunity to connect with source. And I do think it shows up in different ways for everybody though. I don't think it's all size fits all. I think some are born more gifted than others. I think um, that, you know, some, and then also the gifts come differently as well. I'm an intuitive, I'm not clairvoyant. I can't like see things or hear things or, um, in that way, but Yet. I feel them. And, you know, so it's, and I know mm -hmm. some people can see and, you know, hear and, and taste and <laughs> all oh. those things. So it comes in, in just different ways, but I think that we all have some gift that we can tap into. That's really cool. I think uh, that's I like too. She and put it in a very well, well way, didn't she? Yeah, and it is interesting. I, I like it. I, I've spoken with uh, clients and readers about how we all experience this differently. And the same client can go to three or four different psychic advisors and get the same basic answer, but they get the details differently. Like some mm -hmm. see it, some feel the emotions, like, you know, or they just know, or they hear it, or they have a spirit tell them you know it's like all these different ways and um I've always wondered like I think it's as un our, our energy working skills are as unique as we are and our bodies are and our you know everything you know it seems like it yeah. would be that way I would so, say so and like in our imagination also yeah yeah that's you know off the charts too depending on who you're talking to you know it's all we can all see the same image differently in different angles and aspects and lights and um, also, I just wanted to point out too that, like, even those who are super logical, most of them still will say now and again, "Oh, I got this gut feeling." It's like yeah. you know, yeah. they may not call it gut psychic, feeling. yeah. Especially but, watching yeah. sports. Sports, they're like, "I just know they're about to score a touchdown," or "I just yeah. know we're gonna," you know, like they're and gambling people gambling. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the lucky machine, you know, and they just know it, and yeah, will be then if they know it. Yeah, exactly. So I think yeah. even those that are like, you know, not open to the idea of calling it psychic, I think they're still feeling it too. They're just calling it something else. I think so. You too. know, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny because I think that's when I really started realizing that I had a gift was actually um playing games in my head, like I know this is gonna happen and it would, and it would be something like really random, you know, and that's how I started actually coming into my gifts. Hers was um, with uh, part. I remember you talking about nice. parking lots, parking spots. You would yeah, be, just stupid. You know, I'm going to get the best parking spot when I get yeah. to Coles, you know, and she right. does. Right. And then it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, I'm really curious about this past year, you said, year and a half. So, what, what mm -hmm. happened? What triggered you there? Like, what happened? Well, I think um, 
Yeah, I think like most most people, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I think there's a huge awakening that happened in COVID, um, in the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, it's so before the before COVID, before I had this awakening, I was agnostic. Like I believed in something, but I just didn't. I didn't have a name for it. I didn't have an understanding for it. I also was kind of um, atheist in there too, because there was a part of me that was like afraid to want to believe in something. So I was right. kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, but after COVID, I mean, everything, you know, of course, everything just stopped. And I, I was first time in my life where I was like, oh, well, what, what do I want? What do I want out of life? And I've been reading tarot for like 15 years. It's just kind of a pastime I did for myself. And totally was in the closet about it. <laughs> anyone, oh, did you do it for friends or anybody? I did it for um, friends and um, like close family members, people who I felt, you know, who knew me and knew that I was more open spiritually, but I didn't like advertise it or anything right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the living situation too was rather toxic a year ago. So, I mean, I literally was in a locked box under my bed. <laughs> But, um, I still relied on my tarot and I had developed a trust relationship with my deck. I really started learning like, okay, my, my, my cards, they really support me. They want what's best for me. And kind of just, I know that's weird because they're just paper and cards. No, it makes sense. It's not when you have that relationship there, it's like a living, breathing thing. It Um, is. It talks. It's, it it has personality. It'll be funny sometimes totally. and it'll be and like I, sarcastic yeah. sometimes. And really, mm-hmm. and I've always said, you sometimes. know, anybody can read a anybody can read cards, but I think that in order to really read cards, you have to have that instinct and and know your cards. You know what I mean to get the right answer. Trust them. You, you know, yes, yeah, exactly. It's a big you step. To. It's a big step to say I trust my cards over myself. Sometimes, you know, because my right. perception, I need some guidance here. You know, and they'll give me another way to look at it. And you know, a, a big a big thing for me because like I've been reading for years, but the about five years ago, um, five yeah five four years ago. It really, that's really, I think when my, when my journey with Tara went from just doing it for fun to like, oh, there's real medicine here. Like, this isn't just. Is there a moment? Is there like a moment for you or was it like a gradual period of time or? No, actually, I I would say it was a moment. It was a turning point. Um, It was actually, I was in a situation where my ex-husband was not very, um, he was fighting his own demons um, and unfortunately it was just not a very good environment for me and my daughter. And, um, it was a combination of the cards and I was visited by like four Ravens. <laughs> it was a really oh, cool wow. experience. Yeah. Um, I got woken up. So I was on the second floor balcony of my apartment complex. And, um, so my, my dogs at the time, like they never barked because they never saw anybody. <laughs> Um, all of a sudden I got woken up at like six in the morning to my dog just going ballistic at my back porch. And so I got up to go get her and just sitting perfectly still, completely not even bothered by this big Springer Spaniel jumping and clawing on the door about like four feet from my door was a Raven just sitting there staring at me. Wow. And it was like, it, it felt like it was there to tell me something. And then of course I didn't know anything about like the meaning of Raven. So I looked it up and found out that it's very similar to the Phoenix and dying and rebirth. 
And at that point, I was really trying to decide whether or not I should leave my ex-husband and start a new life, which was terrifying because I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, But I pulled out my cards and, and that was really the turning point. That was when I realized like, okay, these cards really have my best interests. And from there on, they've just been very consistent. But that was that was the moment where things were like, okay, there's something here. I didn't, I still was agnostic. I still didn't have a name for it. I still didn't have an understanding for it, but I started to build that faith with the deck. And I think that was, that's amazing. It is a yes. really cool story, but that the, feeling, oh, yeah. You just know, you know it. Yeah. What do you, you said you still were agnostic. Do you have a belief system that you built around <laughs> the abilities now, or do you consider like anything like that or? Okay. Yeah. Um, so about a year ago, a little over a year ago, I left the toxic living situation that I was, I was in and got my own apartment. <laughs> and um, I was doing a lot of driving. When I'm not doing my cards, I do DoorDash deliveries. So I do a lot of food delivery, which means I'm in the car and driving a lot. And so I, I just thought, you know, I want to look at podcasts. I never listened to them before, but I was getting tired of my music. <laughs> it just kind of felt like same old, same old. So I started listening to podcasts and I just, I needed, I wanted something grounding and spiritual. And it, the first podcast was spiritual with psychology, which I was like, okay, this is grounding. This isn't woo woo. I can deal with it. Yeah. But then just the more I listened, everything just started resonating. I started branching out and listening to other ones that were, that were more spiritual. And what I've come to the conclusion is that we are literally all connected. We're all one. Um, I believe in past lives now, which I used to think was weird. <laughs> now I'm like, oh no, yeah, that totally resonates. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think that that the whole goal here is to, we're on earth school. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to work out karma from the past. And um, oh, those are my words, girl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like, I don't really have like, I, I still don't adhere to a religion, but it's more, I understand now what I believe. And I think before that's what I lacked. I didn't have that faith of what am I connecting to? Who is the spirit? There? <laughs> yeah. You're a spiritual person yeah. now. You're spiritual, yeah, yeah. not religious, but spiritual. That's just awesome. And now, I may have misunderstood. Just- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I may have misunderstood you, but I thought you said you saw four ravens. Or did- Oh, yes. So um, I was curious. It was- <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was that one raven that was on my, on my, um, my uh, porch or whatever. Balcony. But- yeah. Yeah. Balcony. Thank you. But um, it was actually right before that. So before my dog started going ballistic, I was hearing ravens and they were like, flying and so I remember before I saw that one um or no I was woken up to that one so I guess it was right after that one did finally fly away um I saw like four or five of them just flapping like it was so it kind of reminded me of a movie because I could just see like wings flapping and passing by and I was like and the thing is too is ravens don't they don't travel in in groups those are crows this was absolutely that's really weird they have like really specific you know, sounds like they croak, they don't call, you know, they have very specific sounds. So these were definitely ravens and there was like four of them, but they don't normally travel in groups. So that was another thing that I was like, well, that's interesting. So, um, did you ever draw any meaning from that for you personally, that there were four ravens in particular? Does that mean anything for you now? Um, other than how unusual it is. 
Um, well, I guess sort of, I mean, I've always loved the Phoenix. The Phoenix has always been like my favorite mythological bird. And, and along with that, the death card in my tarot deck is literally one of my favorite cards in the whole deck, which yeah, is kind of taboo. It. Are you, but, no, you, you should be a Scorpio, not a Cancer. No. She says she's yes. a Cancer. You sound like a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's I, I, I definitely this. am very much into the, into like the, so that's kind of brings me to like, um, I know I mentioned to you that I really like to focus on soul tarot. And so that's, I think why death is like my favorite card because it is all about transformation yeah it's like you know it I think so many people they see death they're like oh no that's terrifying or they see the devil or they see the tower and I'm over here like bring it on like, <laughs> I'm bored they don't always and I know that sometimes it can come up and and they could be scary I mean, there are times where I draw it and I'm like oh no there are times where I'll draw like the tower and I'm like, why is that here? <laughs> why is that happening now? But right. I've also learned that the tower it's again, it's well, first of all, I don't believe that there are any bad or negative parts. I think that they all come with medicine. They all come with, with a I agree. meaning to help be mm -hmm. a light and a guide. So I don't think that yes, any parts are happening to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're, they're there to, they're to, to be guide a help. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. when I see the, the tower, I've learned to go, okay, there's something that I need to clear out. There's something that's in my foundation that needs to go. And if it doesn't go, the, yeah. whole, the whole thing is going to come down. So I got to figure out how to get yeah. rid of this, you know, rotting piece in my foundation. So, um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Very good so, I, I have a question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. It just popped into my head. Um, when you read tarot, I have that same kind of point of view. Every card, there's something positive to take out of it from every person in every situation. Like to me, the other card will mean something different sometimes to every person, you know, mm -hmm. or if you mm -hmm. have regular clients like that client always has the king of wands as her husband or something like that, you know, they, they start to represent. Right. And um do you think that the cards themselves have like an energy that talks with you or do you think it's yourself? How do you think it works, Tarot? And and when you're getting into, you like to transform and help people get through it. Mm -hmm. So how does that work together? So Ooh, I good question. see it. Yeah, I love that question. Um, I don't really see it as me or the cards. I see it more as the cards are a tool and spirit is, is showing up for me. So um, I just, I just feel into what's coming up. Cause like you said, sometimes I'll pull a card and I'm like, it's not the meaning that I share. Isn't even the traditional meaning I would share with the card. That's just like, Oh yeah. no, this is what's coming up. I don't know where it's coming from, but it's coming from somewhere. Um, yeah, that happens to so, me a lot. Yeah. yeah where like, I just, and sometimes I question it. I'm like that. Okay. I'm just going to say it. I will um, tell them I'm questioning it unless it's really big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had one, I had one client who was asking about a, a coworker who she didn't know very well and like what you thought of her. And I was getting like, he was very insecure. He was very like, he kind of made me seem, he seemed very feminine, just the way I was describing him very like intimidated by her. And as I'm sharing this, it's just not your typical male energy. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, is this right? It, am I totally off? <laughs> it just, and, and she's like, Oh my God, he's so quiet around me. He's so, I mean, I've learned to just go with what 
what comes up because you know it usually pans out there's there's some kind of message that they hear and so that's just whenever I do cards I always try to take a moment to ground and meditate and just say guide me and help me um discern my intuition so that way I can give the message that they need to hear because the way I see it is I don't really see me as the person who's coming up with this stuff I don't see the cards either just alone coming up with the stuff I think it's like it all needs to come together and it starts with spirit being willing to show up for it yeah I think if you don't ask spirit before you do your readings you're not going to get as good of a reading in my opinion you know what I mean? I do it every time and it works, you know, like clockwork, you know. I always ask yeah. my spirit guides. I'm always like, Sam, Morgana, are you guys here? <laughs> you know? And they'd be like, hey, <laughs> they'll pop in. And then, and it's really strange when I'm, whenever, right before reading, I'm always whatever. But as soon as it starts, it's like, you, do you have that, Sarah? Like a misty, mm-hmm. like everything just kind of comes together once that connection's made. And it's just a really yeah. good feeling and everything syncs up. It's almost like time stops in a little. I love it. I yeah. love to watch to you do a reading. I love to watch you do readings. <laughs> I mean, the, your face and the way that you just kind of go into another world. It's so fun. Yeah, that is like, a, imagination is that. it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> that sounds really similar to me because like, it's so frustrating because if, if I want to, I'm trying to build my business and do more social media. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm really struggling about that. It's hard to get motivated um, to do that. And, uh, you haven't and done it creative before. and yeah. And knowing what to confidence. Do and, yeah. Confidence. Yeah. So I'll go back and I'll, I'll watch some videos of, of, pro, of like prior readings. And I'm like, how am I speaking so smoothly? How is like, <laughs> listen to the words that are coming in my mouth. They sound so poetic. <laughs> and when I get in front of a camera with just me, I'm like, it's not, not happening so you it's, have to it's do it a I'm lot connect- yeah the okay. more you do it the more you do it it just gets so like normalized Natural. that you don't freak out yeah. anymore you know like still it'll be exciting almost if you like doing them like do like doing the vid like doing the tarot for people so, so you're you look like I mean everyone who's been on here who's a professional it seemed like a real healer to me and you definitely seem called to heal people in the most like like when they're they're like rock like their souls yeah like yeah, yeah. like like, like a shaman souls. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's a good way to put it thinking yeah you remind me of that shaman I, energy yeah yeah oh, she does thank you thank you yeah, i i would say that when it comes to readings my favorite are those that come and just say what do i need to know what would spirit have me know or you know, where they get more specific about a, a, an area of their life, but they, they focus more on themselves and how they could be guided. Those are my yeah. favorite, 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 favorite. Yeah, clients. me too. Because yeah, you can go where you want with it. Yeah, also, it yes, wants to take yes. you. They're ready Wait. for some changes. They're ready for it. They're coming to you for it like that. Absolutely. Right. And that's, and, and those are my favorite because it's like, that's what I do. That's what I love to focus on. And, and that just, that's what comes naturally when I get, you know, and then, and I get a lot of clients that are more interested in love and, you know, is he coming back and, um, right. Is he cheating on me or me, whatever. And I have, even those though, I've gotten pretty good about, you know, I share with them what they need to know. And then I usually try and shift it. Like, so what can we, why don't I look at your higher self and see what your higher self wants you to know about the yes. situation? Yes. And make it a positive. Lot of the, 
Yeah. Get the positive and bring it back to them because so many, I think a lot of people who aren't self-aware, they miss the part that that tell, you know, the they miss their own accountability in the situation. Yeah. And not just accountability, but empowerment. Because like empowerment. I have so many clients that will be like, oh, well, does he still love me? And and obviously he's not good for her. And he might still love her. And I hate sharing that. I'm like, <laughs> there are feelings but, there, but you know, she needs to love herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is hard. Yeah. It is hard sometimes to have those long-term clients who are with someone who's, who's not good for them, but you stay yeah. there yeah. and you help. That's the, that's some transformation stuff. Stay years and years. When you watching. see it. Yeah. And then it does transform. Eventually something does happen almost always, you know? And, and I, I love to share with them too. Like the most important piece that I do try to share with them is just because he may want to still be with you or he may still love you. Does that mean he is good for you? And I, yeah. I love to turn that around because I don't think that they thought many of these, not, I mean, not all, but I think many of these particular clients haven't thought about the flip side, <laughs> yeah, you know? And you. so you love him or they love, yeah. you love them. And, yeah. or, you know, is he good for you? Is yeah. he, you know, you have that choice. You can say, Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to choose me instead. Yeah. Yeah, everybody just wants to feel loved, I think. Yeah. And that's yeah. why that comes in. Does he love me? Does she love me? Well, let's stop for a minute and love ourselves, and then mm -hmm. it won't matter. It's hard, <laughs> though. It's not just that. Yes. Yes. You're like, ah, I know. Yeah. It's easier out with than myself. done. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, that is a life's work, is what that's yeah, that's what what we're here Soltero. for. <laughs> because the way I see it, too, is it's like, it's, it's, I mean, for me personally, it's just constantly, I, I'm always, always challenged daily. And it's where wonderful. I have to yeah, it's a hard look job. back. And yeah, yeah. and self-love is, it's, it's very triggering. You have to be it up is. for the task. Yeah. <laughs> it, is. it is. But once you get there, though, you know, I, I think it's the greatest gift you can get yourself. I think it's a lifelong um, battle, too. Not really battle, I guess, but it's, it it's, it's like a true relationship. It's up and down. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think you're really right. <laughs> so um, the way that, that I read tarot, it's, it's, but it's based off of, are you guys familiar with Lindsay Mack with that name? No. Okay. No. So she actually coined the, the name soul tarot and she has all, all these courses. She has a podcast um, called tarot for the wild soul. Um, so I just want to like disclaimer, a lot of my, a lot of my point of view has come from what I learned from her. That's so cool. Um, I will check that ooh, out. Yeah, I will. Oh yeah. You. She's amazing. She's amazing. I totally, totally recommend checking her out. Just her, just her energy alone is, is just oh, so calming awesome. and What's healing. her name again? Lindsay Mack. Okay. But um, I, I definitely found that finding her was also a game changer for me because so a year ago, like I said, I had that spiritual awakening and it was after these podcasts, I just started like, it was so funny too, because right when I decided, okay, I'm going to just start listening to spiritual podcasts and just, I want to believe in something. I just got this download and, and that's the only way I could describe it. So I guess it was my first real hit, like intuitive hit that was like direct, but it said, you need to not keep alcohol in the house anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> It was so <laughs> weird. First, you said I mean, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's funny too because of the time. That was my question. Because I mean, okay, so 
I'm not an alcoholic, but I do have family members who are, and I have to be mindful of that. But I, I am a single mother who's, and my daughter's dad, well, he, he and I did not see eye to eye. Um, unfortunately, he did pass away. So it's like, I'm completely alone. And um, so I'm like a full-time working single mom. <laughs> and so I, at the time I was having like a glass of wine a night, give or take. I never sure, really went to the excess. Yeah. Exactly. And it was, you know, normalized too. Like, oh yeah, get that glass of wine. You know, you, you worked yes, and you put me. your kids to bed, yeah. and, you yeah. know, but then I got this download that says, if you want to do this work, you have to not keep alcohol in the house. It was just clear as day. And my first question was why? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have said. <laughs> but I did it. I did it. And it was, it, I mean, it was a little rough at first. I had, I tried to like find loopholes and now I've, I've found that alcohol just doesn't, I just don't drink it too much because yeah. it just does not, it doesn't, it, it gets in the way. And I'm seeing why now back then I was like, I don't get it. Now I get it. Yeah. But right. that was, you know, just the beginning. And I started doing meditations and grounding. And then I was looking for my purpose and I kept getting tarot because I've, I mean, I've been doing it for 15 years, but I kept saying, no, I don't, I don't know the cards well enough. I don't know. You know, I was still using my book a year ago. You're using like, your excuses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. And then I finally, I want to say it was in March. I just, it just, oh no, I had my tower moment. One of my, one of my contracting jobs fell through and I had to find something. And I just, it just came through clear as day, work on your business, work on your tarot business. And I was like, Okay, well, what else do I have to lose at this point? Right. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's how I kind of fell into this work, too. I was always pulled when I did it. Like, you probably had a pull, too. You know, like, work wasn't just like, I just, like, what did I do? Okay, I'll do this. You wanted to, Yeah, no, I had been thinking about it for a couple months, but I kept saying no. (laughs) Yeah, you wanted to. And I kind of kept saying, I want to. But then my editing business got slandered. And I couldn't mm. get any more business. That's a long time ago. And so I actually was like, oh, this is my chance. You know, I might be able to get a job doing this, you know, for real professionally for a job, job, <laughs> job, job, job. Yeah. You know, like kind of. <laughs> and it just worked out, you know, and every time I wanted to, I could get into it. And then when I fell out of it into other interests, you know, eventually I kind of came back. So. <laughs> Because it was your calling. Oh, I, mean, awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I think we have lots of callings. I, I you do, but this was one of them. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not so this bad. This is definitely yeah. one of them. Well, Sarah, um, if listeners want to find you, where can they find out more about or get a reading from you or anything? Yeah. Um, so my my website is journeythroughtarot.com. Um, all the words are spelled out. I'll put um, it in the podcast description too. Thank you. And then I, um, on Instagram journey through tarot, I'm also on TikTok journey through tarot. I'm a baby in this, so <laughs> there's not a lot there, but I am trying to be consistent in putting things together. Awesome. Um, but I do have, I'll follow you. you. Oh, thank you. I'll, <laughs> I'll follow you guys back. <laughs> um, We're all following and- like who's leading missy do you have any questions for sarah do you have anything um, burning desire to know about well you know uh, uh, so much of what she has said basically has literally came out of my mouth 
(laughs) So, you know, there's not any questions because like we have the same brain as far as thinking and spirituality. Um, I just love the way that she put a lot of, you know, her words in. It it was awesome. So I am so glad that we got to uh, interview her and talk to her because it's been fun. It has been fun. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) I'd like to um, also thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is uh, an advice app where you can get your advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And uh, any last words to the listeners, Sarah? Anything you want to tell them or teach them or get through? Oh, well, the best thing I could say is if you want to, you know, grow spiritually, kind of like I've, I've kind of shared starting, if you haven't already, or if you feel like you're in a rut or you just want to go deeper, start with yourself. Start with unblocking old past triggers and that that's what soul Toro is all about is really just going back and figuring out what is holding you back and clearing it out and you know just start there that's <laughs> great everything else will open yes, <laughs> that's great that's advice perfect. it gives you time yes. to sit down try it Sing. you don't do that enough <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. meditate <laughs> listeners i love you and misty i'm telling the listeners, you love them. Do you love the listeners, Misty? I love you, listeners. <laughs> Sarah, do you love them? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be here. Yay! Thank Yay! you so much. Uh, this is We're All Psychic over and out.